Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries, where we have a conversation about faith and bringing revival to your life. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Lydia brown Raphael. I am so glad that you have taken the time to join me today. I believe that God has something great in store for us. So welcome from wherever you are listening at in the world. Nick just told me yesterday, actually, that we now have listeners in Russia. So Russia, hello. We are so glad to have you as well as everyone else on all of the other continents that are listening. And we are just so thankful for each and every one of you that tune in to our podcast because we know that God placed this on our heart to do in the fall of last year and we launched it and we have followed the Holy Spirit each and every step of the way and we just want to be a blessing to the people that he has called us to serve and minister. So we love each and every one of you guys. And if you have never contacted us before and you're a listener and you have enjoyed listening to this podcast or it's been a blessing to you or you have a testimony to share, please write us. Go to www.lydiabrown.org or you can also reach out to us on social media. We always enjoy hearing from you. So I just wanted to share that before we got into today's podcast and um, let you know what was happening and the exciting things that are taking place. And we know that the best is yet to come. Amen. So this week, I want to share with you, what does it mean to save the soul? So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, in the last couple of episodes that we have had together, we have been talking about how to be led by God's spirit and details about our spirit, our soul, and our body and what are some of the differences between those. And today, I want us just to unpack a little bit about the saving of the soul. So we see in James 1 and 21, it says, receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. I'm sure many of you guys have heard this scripture before, read this scripture, you're familiar with it. I knew I grew up hearing it. And the spirit of man is the part of man that is born again, right? Because remember, we are spirit, we have a soul, and we live in the body, in, in our physical body that God gave us, which I like to call our earth suit. That's what we use while we're here in the earth, doing what God has called us to do. So our spirit man is the part of us that receives eternal life, which is the nature and life of God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I am thankful for that. And I'm sure you are too, because our spirit man becomes a new creature in Christ. Totally brand new. The soul is not the innermost being at all. It is not the soul that is born again. The saving of the soul is a process, you guys. So what do I mean by that? You know, I'm sure that many of you have um, 
grown up uh, hearing the word, you know, reach lost souls, the phrase reach lost souls or praying for lost souls. And, um, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot about the spirit as well. But today I want to talk a little bit about what's the difference in these two, right? Why is the saving of the soul a process. So when I was learning the difference between the spirit and the soul, I had questions about scriptures like James 1 and 21 that we just read because I didn't know what I know now. I use the spirit and the soul interchangeably, referring to the spirit as the soul and the soul as the spirit. Have you ever done that before? I'm sure most of us have is something that we're kind of raised being familiar using those two words interchangeably. But the epistle of James right here that we're reading from, it was not written to the sinners. James did not write a letter to the world, to the lost. He wrote a letter to the church. Amen. He wrote a letter to us in the church who are believers, who are the bride of Christ, we know that because of James chapter 5, where he says, is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church. That's in verse 14. In other words, if there is any sick among the church, let him call for the elders of the church. Referring back to the first chapter of James here, okay? So um, let's also go back and pick up with verse 18. It says in James 1, 18 and 21, through 21, of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meekness, the implanted word, receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Isn't that interesting here that he's talking to the church He's talking to believers and he is saying, receive the word which is able to save your souls. So James is talking to born again believers of the father's own will. He writes, we were begotten or born again by the word of truth. That's what he says in verse 18 of his own will. He brought us forth by the word of truth. So he calls them my beloved brethren. So they were in Christ, right? Yet he encourages these born again, spirit filled people to receive the engrafted word of meekness, which is able to save your souls. So evidently their souls are not saved. You see, a man's spirit, the innermost man, the real man, we've talked about the spirit man. That's, that's the eternal part of you. That's who you really are. That, that is, that is the innermost man, your spirit man, right? This, this spirit man receives eternal life and is born again when they get saved. You're a new, you're a new creation. You're a new creature. You are 
born again. You are born of the spirit. Okay. But his intellect, when, when, a, when, whenever um, a man comes to God and, and he's born of the spirit and he, and he's born again, he receives eternal life. He, he still has an intellect and emotions and see that his intellect and his emotions, which comprise his soul, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. They still have to be dealt with. They are not born again. They are to be renewed. So let's see what the Apostle Paul uh, says when he is uh, speaking on the renewing of the mind while writing to the saints at Rome. So in Romans twelve two it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is the Apostle Paul, and he is talking to believers in Rome on how to renew their mind, right? And then we see the psalmist David, he also spoke on the restoring of the soul in Psalms 23.3. I'm sure you love this one as much as I do. The, the 23rd Psalm is one of my favorites. And it says in verse 3, He restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. So the Hebrew word translated restore in the Old Testament and the Greek word translated renew in the New Testament mean about the same thing. So the soul and the mind are to be renewed or restored. Hallelujah. So let me give you this for an example. I don't know about you guys, but one of uh, mine and Nick's favorite things to do is to um, antique or to look at old furniture. Uh, Nick, he really enjoys history, and I like it a lot too. And so we like looking at older things. Um, we like uh, especially older homes that have a lot of history to them. And so I want to use furniture for an example. Whenever we go and we look at some old furniture, we really like looking at furniture that has been restored. So they put new upholstery on it. They revarnish it, but it is the same furniture, right? It is, it is just restored. It is renewed. So in other words, it is never written that God restores our spirits. Our spirits become brand new creatures in Christ Jesus. Our souls, however, they must be renewed or restored. Just like that antique furniture. They have to be renewed. They have to be restored because they are the same soul. So how? How do we do this? We have scriptures relative to the soul. So let's review back over some that we talked about. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Be conformed to this. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Or he restoreth my soul. You can find all these scriptures again in James 1 and 21, Romans 12 and 2. In Psalms 23 and 3. So man's soul is saved or restored when his mind becomes renewed 
with the Word of God. Hallelujah. That is good news, and I'm thankful for that because that's that's what my soul needs, and I'm sure yours does too. It is the Word of God that saves our souls, that renews our minds, that restores our souls. So when our minds become renewed with the Word of God, then we think in line with what God's Word says. We are able to know and prove the permissive and perfect will of God. This is going to help you in being led by the Holy Spirit. This is this is all back to following His leading, right? Because the Word of God is the will of God, and we don't have so many questions about what is God's will? What, what does He want me to do? What's the next step? We don't have so many questions about the will of God once we get our souls saved. So I would go so far as to say that the greatest need in the church today is to have minds renewed with the word of God because our spirits are saved. Amen. But our minds have got to be renewed by the word of God as the church and as believers, my friends. And I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for this. And this is good news for me because I definitely want my soul saved. I want my mind renewed and I want to do all God has called me to do. And I want to experience every good thing that he has for me in this life. And I don't want my own self to hold me back. And I don't want you to do that either. So this has been such a great study that we've had together today and just digging deeper into some of this and truly taking the time to dissect the word, to learn the word, to feed off of the word, because we want to be full of the word. We want to be, we want our minds to be renewed by the word of God. We want our spirit, soul, and body all sharp and ready to do what God has called us to do in the earth. I'm looking forward to unpacking some more of this in our next time together. We have a very exciting series coming up over the next few weeks on healing. I'm really looking forward to our special guest sharing with you. And so be sure to tune in for that. But um, we will be back. I will be back after that series is over to talk a little bit more on being led by the Holy Spirit. Because I believe that God wants this generation to know his spirit, to be aware of what he's doing, to know beyond a shadow of a doubt his voice and how to follow him and for them to be full of his spirit, his power, his anointing to do everything that he has for them to do because we're living in exciting times, you guys. We're living in one of the greatest times of history and you are called to be a part of God's victorious church. Amen. So we're going to get our minds renewed by the word of God, and we're going to be ready for everything that he has for us. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's podcast. It has been an honor to share with you today. We want to be a blessing to as many people as possible. I know you've heard me say this before, and I continue to say it because this is something God placed on our hearts to do. 
And we, we, it takes so much time to do these podcasts from not just the studying and the, and the prayer and the preparation, but even once it goes to production and everything that um, we do behind the scenes to bring this to you, we are giving of our time and we are just following what God has asked us to do because we know that the word of God must be preached in all preached in all of the earth and to all the nations. And so I I want to ask you today if you would help us. With your help, we can reach even more people. So if you would do me a favor, if you can leave us a written review on this app. I would be so grateful. This helps us expand our reach on the podcast platform. So if you will, just go to where it says written review, leave us a review there. It would mean so much to us and we are so grateful for you and we love you and you are in our prayers always. So thank you in advance for your love and support. And until next time, remember, Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries. For more ways to connect with us, visit the links in the podcast description.